Hello, guys. Welcome to our third podcast on Talks from the Soul. I'm Jed. I'm Aziz. I'm Dale. I'm Sophie. And quickly, before we get into any uh, topics, we're going to do an intro real quick. We as Virginia Tech students wish to facilitate an environment that cultivates the creative mind, bring together like-minded individuals of our backgrounds in order to maintain a progressive interest within the realm of hip-hop and the subcultures. We are here. We are now. We are soul. So today, uh, we're going to be talking about... Something that's not really music related, um, however, it's definitely apparent in hip hop music. We're going to be talking about um, the murder of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and others. Um, what's going on in America right now is kind of like, it's very, very sad. It makes a lot, it's very emotional. Um, it makes me, I'm sure everybody in this podcast, very angry. Um, but that's what we're just going to be talking about today. So I want to ask you guys, uh, what are your thoughts on it? How do you feel? Let's reflect upon this whole situation. Uh, first of all, rest in peace, George rest Floyd. Peace. Rest in peace, Ahmaud Arbery. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Um, they were lost because of senseless violence. Um, police who simply did not do their jobs. To They didn't do what they were trained to do. Um, and they were victims of racism and white supremacy. Uh, seeing George Floyd... Just the video itself, it's seven minutes long. Seven minutes of him saying, verbalizing that he could not breathe. And a white man by the name of Derek Chauvin just put his knee and stayed there for seven minutes until he literally could not breathe anymore to the point of death. I just, seeing that video took took a lot out of me. Um, it was just another reminder of how how the police think of black and brown people, but that's that's just my initial thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's like as soon as I go on Twitter, I see a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. I see a bunch of like shit that like just blows me, like. I see everybody's um, saying their opinions, which is really good. It's really good to know that we have supporters. There's a lot of good allies that are speaking up. But then again, there's always the uh, opposite. There's, there's always other people who are um, talking against the points and somebody who are like playing devil's advocate for the police man and saying, oh, he was just a black man. You know, he probably did a really bad crime. What's the crime, I believe, was a forgery of a check. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, which isn't, I don't think that's even like a felony. I think it's a small misdemeanor as well. So, I mean, something as small as that warrants four police officers to take down George Floyd, and who wasn't even resisting. In the video, they actually released on the, the restaurant that he was at, or the store that he was at, released footage of him not complying. They pushed him over to the side. He sat down. He got back up, went back to the side. Like, there was no, there was no fighting. So I don't understand how that warrants a police officer, four of them, in fact, to kill um, an unarmed black man again. So it just makes me very, very angry. Me too, because it's like, I, this is, I honestly think this is terrorism, what these police are doing, and the fact that, like, we don't even have, like, a president, someone that's supposed to, like, want the best for its civilians, you know? Like, we don't even have his support. And then, I don't know, like, reading the tweets, it, I get so anxious, and, like, I don't even know how to respond because it's like, I feel like I'm not even supposed to be here. Like I'm not supposed to 
I'm like, it's a crime for me to even be alive, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. for me and my friends yeah. and my family, like, it's just, like, we're not wanted here. And, like, whenever, I don't know, I just feel like it's, you know, we're, I, I thought I was supposed to, you know, rely on police to help us. But I just, I like, me, I got pulled over one time and I, like, literally was, like, shaking and I never get nervous. And, like, I literally didn't even know how to act. I was scared, like what is he going to do? And he pulled me over for no reason. He didn't even tell me why. Like, it's just like, I could have, I don't know. I, I hate the fact that like someone that's supposed to protect me, like I, I'm getting, like, I'm freaking out whenever I'm being approached by them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, well, first off, I want to say rest in power to George Floyd, Brown Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and just like all the countless others that have died as a result of white supremacy and police brutality. Um, it's just, it's just, it's just sad, man. Like I was saw, I saw that video and like I just watched the whole thing and just like I'm like, bro, is he gonna get off? Like, what is he like? He was watching it for seven straight minutes. He's not getting enough. It's just that, that shit just breaks you. So like, and it's just so sad because it's just like things like these are just constant reminders that like they're just like I, I just can't understand why they're always trying to why they why they hate people of color so much why they hate black people so much. It's just so it's it's just so sad to see, you know. So I mean, yeah, and then like even. Last night, seeing that Trump tweet about the looting and shooting, mm-hmm. like that, that actually, that actually broke me. Like when I read that, I was like, wow, I was like, wow, this is this is the president of the United States saying, you know, calling us thugs and stuff like that. You know, it's like it feels almost as if nothing's ever changed, and you know, it's just, it's just, it's just terrible. You know, it's just to have to live in a situation where you feel like everyone's against you. You know, yeah. and people just people just defending that type of behavior. It's just, it's just, it's so hurtful. You know. Yeah, I think that tweet solidified everything for me. Like, it, it really, like, of course, like, since he started campaigning for his first uh, term, obviously, we we all kind of knew that he was, like, like, the worst person to ever do the job, right? But I think that tweet mm-hmm. really solidified everything for me that, like, he's, he's just so incompetent. He's full of hate. And he doesn't even know what he believes. Because... I saw someone tweet, like, what he tweeted back in January about, you know, what was going on in Iran. And he was saying that, you know, yeah. we shouldn't kill. I mean, the Iranian government shouldn't kill its protesters. But it's like you are literally advocating to kill American protesters and calling them thugs. And it's like you don't even yeah, know what that, you believe. Yeah. It's like you're, it's just so frustrating. Very frustrating. I, I don't know, bro. It's also also worth mentioning, just as far as when we talk about this, these are not isolated incidents. That's mm-hmm. often people say, oh, it's just one one out of um, many cops is bad. But if we see this, it's the system is supporting 100%. this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Chauvin had 12. This is this is a varying number. I've seen 20 on one site. I've seen 13, but we're just going to go with 12. We saw that on one site. 12 past police brutality complaints. He has he shot um he was put on leave for shooting um Leroy Martinez and then he also shot an unarmed black man named Ira Latrell Toles. So with all these incidents, the police department had an opportunity to permanently get rid of this guy and that could have prevented the murder of George Floyd but the system is made so that police officers feel fine doing whatever they want there is no law when it comes to police officers and this could have been prevented but once again the system is made against black people it is made so white people feel comfortable 
being white supremacists. Um, there was also information that Chauvin worked with George Floyd for like, I, I forget how many years, but it was over a span of many years that he worked with George Floyd. So that kind of even gets into question, did he know George Floyd? Did he already have some type of premeditated right. 100%. Um, intent to to commit murder on him? Like, this is stuff that we don't know, but we can kind of infer. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had a MAGA hat in a picture that I saw. Wait, was that it's real? Just, I think it was. It looked real. I, I, I don't know. But I, it just, I'm not it sure. Makes me uncomfortable it looks very real. Like, I feel like if you've worked with someone for 17 years, you know their character to a certain extent. And, like, you, he probably knew that he wasn't a violent person or, like, he wasn't going to do anything. Even, like, in the video, he wasn't retaliating. So, it's, yeah. like, if you yeah. know someone, I feel like you can get a feel. Obviously, I'm not, like, you know, saying that since he didn't, if he didn't know him, then he could have acted however he wanted. But I'm just saying I feel like him knowing him should have been more, like, of a teller that maybe he shouldn't, like, suffocate him Definitely. for seven minutes. But um, I don't know. I just feel like there's no way that you can know someone for over a decade, almost two, and think like, oh, they're going to attack me when, you know, when you know he's not going to. Like, you know what you're doing. There's no yeah. way that, yeah. You, like, I'm trying to protect myself. Like, you know exactly what's going on, and you just know that you've gotten away with, you know, many accounts of you doing that. So you're like, okay, I'm going to get away with this one, too. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. And you can see he was trying to the the other crazy part is he had this aura of like like just even his face the whole time he had no remorse for what mm-hmm. he was doing. Absolutely not. He looked he looked smug. He looked like he was enjoying what he was doing and like that's the part that just bites at me Girl. because it's like I feel like he's doing that job for mm-hmm. his ego mm-hmm. and he's doing that job to assert his white supremacist like leanings. Yeah, it's definitely It's a power trip. It's a power and trip. He did that for 7 minutes to prove a point to everybody filming that you guys can't do shit. I will kill this man in front of you. For 7 minutes, I will kill him over that long of a time and you guys can't do anything and, to me. Like yeah. I don't I like I know this is kind of relevant, but whenever I feel like I've seen a couple of um films about whenever you know like a white cop will kill a black person like i feel like recently there's been a lot of movies like that like with the hate you give and stuff and Mm -hmm. i feel like there's always like after they shoot the person or do something they automatically regret it and they start panicking but i don't think that reflects what's really going on i feel like they don't care and i feel like they know what they're doing and they are getting off Mm -hmm. on it like if they feel like they're succeeding something like they're doing their job to like (laughs) Oh no! Kill the thugs. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and not 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 only like him. Like he was definitely not only the he wasn't the only culprit. Um, in that video, yeah. there was uh, uh, I mean, there was like the Asian police officer who was standing in the way. Um, which this says something to me. Like, I know there's I know I've I've watched a couple documentaries upon police, and there's there's blue code, right? Like always, stick up for the police officers. They're they're trying to do their job, even though it's wrong. If somebody files a complaint, usually oh, a police thing? officers look at it, and it's definitely a real thing. Yeah, yeah, so they're, it's they're a, not culture. It's a culture. Sure they're like killing someone for no reason. No, no, no. no, no. They stand up for the. Yeah, they kind of just stand up for the cops, you know. Like even if yeah. they're doing wrong, they're, wow. just, they're just gonna stand up for the cop no matter what. Yeah, yeah. They're it's they're always gonna side with 
their partner or something at like least that. the precinct no matter yeah. no matter what at least real. the um precinct yeah. and like the officers that work together because like of course we've seen videos from different officers surfacing on twitter about like oh that was excessive force why did you keep on doing that what about the cops you know there's blue code and you know that's like the case um but my point is is like um it's not he's not the only culprit here it's the whole mm-hmm. system mm-hmm. and there's a lot of other um minorities that could also speak up that are kind of quiet you know there's yeah. um non-black pocs who are surprisingly silent um and i'm sure we've all experienced that like we know somebody who's like not speaking up but of course they're like a diff- there's a they're a min- minority and that that hurts me a little bit more because i feel like this isn't even like a really a political issue it's more of like a humanitarian issue like this guy is on the ground for seven minutes saying, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Obviously, any right person is going to think that, dude, I should maybe move my knee. Like, it's not, right. a, dumb, yeah. it's not a dumb thought, right? Yeah. But for him to sit there and to, to put his neck on the, uh, put his knee on his neck for seven minutes straight and not even have a reaction and have his boys stick up for him, bruh, that, that just mm, does not sit well with me, bro. It's disgusting. Man. And just to add on to that, Jed, like, because I am Middle Eastern, and the Middle Eastern community, it's crazy how much, like, like there is a lot of racism in the Middle Eastern community. And I think just in general with non-Black PLC, there's there's a lot of, like, anti-Blackness and stuff, and stuff like that that happens within those communities. Yeah. And the thing that makes me so, like, infuriated about that part is... Black people are the most like intersectionalist mm-hmm. uh, like uh, yeah. minority. Uh, when it comes to like Palestine and stuff like that, that's a cause I'm very passionate about. When it comes to just mm-hmm. being Middle Eastern, yeah. being from Jordan, and many like uh, Angela Davis, there's so many like different black authors, black people in media that will that will say free Palestine just as if they're talking about their own community. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that mm-hmm. so much. So not seeing that same same energy from our communities towards Black people in a time like this, that is just, to me, that's unfor- unforgivable. And it's it's to the point where I can see how Black people might just say, don't group us into just people of color. Mm-hmm. We're just Black people. Because all these other communities, I can see this in the Asian community, Middle Eastern community, we look mm-hmm. after ourselves mm-hmm. and there's just no, there's no care for what's going on with other people. Mm-hmm. And that shit is just wrong. It, this is for all the people in my generation. If you are a non-black person of color, there's a lot of similar things that we, we can experience. And it's just, if you guys are silent, there is like, there's just so much I want to say to that. Like, mm-hmm. that's just so weak. It's weak. It's weak minded to do that. And it's just as bad as any racist white person. That silence is just as bad as a Donald Trump supporter, as a MAGA person. That silence is what kills any type of change. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. support is really what is needed. Facts. Facts, bro. Um, now, I mean, of course, like, non-black POC silence is very apparent right now. But there's also white silence, you know, per usual. Uh, when any of this stuff happens, that services. Um, but there's a hard video. There's two. I think there was actually three videos that came to life from different angles showing that, you know, what was happening. And which is, you know, irrefutable evidence. 
and people are just silent about it. Mm-hmm. People are just silent about it. Um, but what I want to do say is that for my people, I'm surprised about the amount of people that I'm seeing that are actually supporting this, like that are not black. And my, at least in my view, you know, I feel like with Amari Robbery, um, RB, and like Breonna Taylor, it was like a good majority of um black folk, and then um of course other people. But personally, I'm seeing a lot more push in George Floyd, yeah. which and like this whole this whole situation, like um the whole May situation, and it's making me feel a little bit um safer, I guess, around the people that I surround myself with, um knowing mm-hmm. that they support me. Um during this time, I've had multiple people reach out to me asking about how you're doing, you know. Um, how do you feel? I'm always here to talk, which is That's very, amazing. Which is, uh, you know, for me, like, I thought it was like, dude, like, nobody has actually reached out for for this before. It actually means a lot. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Of course, I'm not going to, you know, talk to them about it because I'm not sure they get truly understand. <laughs> no disrespect. I love them all. I love them all. No disrespect. I'm just saying I feel a little bit more um, better talking to, like, my black people, my black friends about this. Um, and that's just something how I feel. Um, but yeah, wait. I have a question. That, so, I mean, obviously, I kind of already get a feel of how you guys feel about it. But so, do you think like um, specifically non-black people of color, like they have to or like really, really should talk about these issues? Absolutely. Because the thing is, like, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like maybe I just don't expect a lot from people. I don't know, but I just think that because okay, so I used to talk a lot about. Um, social issues and stuff i kind of like stopped a little bit but now i've just been like really like overwhelmed by what was going on so that's why i started like you know retweeting and stuff more but in the beginning of like whenever like probably like you know a few years ago when i first started getting into like social issues and stuff i would talk about not just like black issues like in the black community but um just like other you know minoritized groups and stuff and i was talking about it with my aunt and she was telling me that I shouldn't uh, talk about other groups' issues or, like, you know, advocate for them because she did that when she was younger. And I can't remember who she was, like, you know, protesting with, like, what group of people. But she was there for them. And then whenever she would go to protests for, you know, like, you know, to defend Black people, they weren't there for her. So she was like, you know, people are not going to be there for you, so why are you going to be there for them? And I don't know if I fully agreed with her on it, but I definitely was like, you know, playing a little devil's advocate and it made me think about it. But it's like, I guess two wrongs don't make mm. it right just because they're not doing it for me doesn't mean I shouldn't do it for them. But I'm just really on the fence about it. Like, I think white people should definitely talk about it because they're the ones that are projecting that hate. But I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel like confused about it. Personally, um, I think the white people, white people should uh, step up and speak about it. I feel like they're the ones who have the most power in this mm-hmm. country. Um, mm-hmm. So they're the ones who are going to bring about change. Right. Um, when you look back, I hate to be this type of person as well, because I know this is going around on social media. Um, Martin Luther King, I know people cite that as a great nonviolent um, protest that worked, mm-hmm. you know? But what really worked was um, having the amount, having the right um, empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, Martin Luther King did it to show to have empathy and to show that we are people too and they're hurting mm-hmm. us for no reason. And white people saw that because it was televised and they saw um, multiple instances where they were just walking and they were getting shot and beat up. And that's what really mm-hmm. changed the white people, um, white people stepping up and talking about these issues okay. that aren't, that don't protect them. So I feel like um, everybody else should um, 
Could also talk um, about it. Speak okay. about it. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I think it always helps. Um, and I'm always going to be an advocate for other people as well for um, POC because it's just most of these things that are happening is just a humanitarian thing. It's not really political. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's what. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, Sophie, you're asking, should they feel obligated, especially like non-black people of color? You're not obligated to do anything, you know. You're not obligated to do anything in this life. But, um, one, you can't expect what you're not giving. So, like, the Asian community, um, Middle Eastern community, we can't expect any support from other minorities when it comes to, like, xenophobia, Islamophobia, if we are not giving that same amount of support to black causes. And the thing is, is... Black people constantly give their support for those causes regardless. Like, regardless of what people do for them, I always I always feel like black people are the ones, one, like, like minority that's always just for anything. Like, mm-hmm. really fighting for a lot, of, a lot of people's causes and being very outspoken. And we need that. And I appreciate that so much. Like, because Middle Eastern people, we're not, we're not a big segment of the America's population. So our issues are not really broadcast at all which is fine but it's like okay but we still have people in media that can speak for us at at sometimes you know Mm -hmm. and non-black plc you don't have to speak for anybody you don't have to be at the forefront of anything but showing support in even subtle ways and in just the way you live your life and live your truth is extremely important for to um embark like with change and stuff like that So I think, no, you're not obligated to do anything, but just don't expect what you're not giving. That's okay. all I'm saying. Yeah, facts. Facts, facts, facts. I guess um, to kind of um, play off of that, some people were also talking about should Virginia, should Virginia Tech make a statement 100%. about what oh things gosh, are 100%. happening. Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll see Please. why not. If you have this A-plus in diversity that you all always try to point out, even though it's not, it's not really deserving... Like, y'all definitely need to be making a yeah. statement. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. these are, like, people that are, you know, giving you money. These are people that, like, this is, like, you know, it's a whole thing about, like, hokey pride, like, whatever. Like, we're a community. And it's, like, you would want that, you would want to feel like that support from, you know, your school president or whatever. And I don't know. I guess it's, like, disheart- disheartening. But I saw this tweet, and it made sense why they're not doing it. And it's, it said that someone worked at a call center. And they would say on the, like, the donors that would, like, donate a lot of money would say that, did you see that, too? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, so basically yeah, I did. said I did. Um, that they'll say, like, there's too much diversity, there's whatever. You know, they obviously, you they sound racist, right? So it's like, but it's sad. Yeah, that, and they're getting too right, liberal yeah, and what, stuff. Yeah, that's what it, was, it said. But um, I don't know, like, I can, I'm not saying that it's right with, you know, tech is doing but it makes sense why they're not doing it because they want to keep the money coming in. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's like one of those mm-hmm. things. It's like, at what cost? Like, do you really think that yeah. money is really worth yeah. it? Like they have billions of dollars. Like, do you really need that few thousand from that one donor just because you want to protect your, your reputation on like catering to these white people, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I don't know. And I feel like white people are always catered to. And it's like, sometimes people of color need that um, support and that respect, especially from the institutions that they, um you know go to yeah for sure it's a it's a deafening silence and it's like dang 
like we should have already had a response from Tech. I I I don't care. Like they should have already released some type of statement or anything in support of George Floyd and his family, yeah. at least expressing condolences, like saying they're with with um like the black community in some way. But Tech yeah. Tech proves time and time again that they don't really care about their minorities yeah. like that's just obvious bro <laughs> it's obvious, they want to stamp yeah. like Dell was saying they want to stamp that a plus diversity rating from what web, some website <laughs> that's never even been to tech <laughs> and just Looking they're gonna parade numbers, that around bro. on instagram like shut up bro shut up like i've i've been in so many lecture halls where i'm literally Where's... the only minority it's Bye. just all white people so All don't right. tell me you have an A plus in diversity. Don't don't say that shit. It's stupid. It's out it's of touch. Lie. Tone deaf. Mm-hmm. It's All a right. lie. It's just a, a lie. And then they're greed, not gonna release Slim. anything. Got Come an a on, plus bro. In greed. Exactly, bro. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, me, bro. But um, I want to point out the stat, this um other stat real quick. Um, in a record study, it said that black people are two point five times more likely to be killed by police than white people. For black women, the rate is 1.4 times more. Um, that equates to about one person out of a thousand black men is expected to die at the hands of the police. I, I want that to sink down. I want that to sink in and really like think about that because every time you stop, you could be another stat, you know. Mm-hmm. So it really, it's really important to know how to stay safe and how to interact with police in a manner that doesn't get you killed. And if you are being harassed, like you have options. You have the option to call somebody. You have the option to record. Because honestly, the phone, your technology is your greatest weapon mm-hmm. at times, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just want people to know that whoever's listening or whatever, just know that, like, there's ways out of these situations. Yeah, um, and, you know, know your rights. Know your rights. Know what you can and can't do under um, scrutiny from the police. So. Do you know if the, um, the stat included all um, interactions with cops or was it just, like, when they're un- unarmed and not a threat. Because I feel like it just seems I'm, like it's definitely... I think it was all. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely yeah. with unarmed um, interactions, like on the behalf of the person getting pulled over or approached or whatever, I feel like it's definitely more mm-hmm. than two t- 2.5 times more for Black people to get shot, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. I never see, like... Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe it's just never broadcasted, but I never see, like, white people or any other race besides some i guess some people of color i don't know but i feel like it's always black people the ones that are getting shot when they're like when it's un unlawful i guess i don't know yeah yeah there's a lot of things that are like happening black people we just be chilling sometimes you know yeah bro we we just just be out here bro we We just just be out here here. brianna taylor was literally in her home asleep shots came in Somebody shot back, of course. You know, if you have a gun, you're going to shoot back. And they came in and they blasted her with more shots. Like, what? She was asleep, bro. Amar Roberty was going out for a run. He was trying to get fit. And he got shot. That's sick. Bro. I'm I'm just so angry. It's and, and so it's it's so it's so hurtful too. Cause every every time, a lot of times you see these like uh these large white conservative voices, they'll never, they'll never be on our side for this. Like ever, never. no matter how ridiculous the situation is. Oh. Ahmaud Arbery, he's running. He, he was running. And then literally days after, they're already trying to incriminate, him, yeah. incriminate. Bring, bring, yeah. bring back old things. I don't care what the man he did. He, he, he ain't hurt nobody. He yeah. didn't deserve to die. I don't care. 
I don't care what he was doing. Like, what? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, this is just not I, right. I know, like, it's really <laughs> unfortunate, but honestly, sometimes I wish that these white supremacists that like give like cops like excuses and stuff and justify what they did. I wish they would just blatantly say I'm racist and I want black people to die because it's like at least stop trying to act like they they're actually doing something wrong, you know? Because it's like yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. trying to like come up with lies Absolutely. and like trying to like fabricate the story and make it seem like this guy was some mm-hmm. bad person. It's like no, you just hate black people, and that's just the case. And just be honest about it, you know? Because it's like Facts. and no, you also ahead, oh no, continue, continue. No, 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 bro. Go, go. I forgot. You forgot. I. I was gonna say, in these situations when black people get highlighted in these deaths, they try to incriminate. I'm sure if I'm gonna get killed, like let's say if I get, let's say I get shot by police, right? What are they gonna pull out from my background that says, "Oh, Jed, you know, pulled up to like the construction site and took a hokey stone." So he's a criminal. <laughs> That's exactly what Amari right. right. did. But when a white man who commits a, um. Uh, a large mass shooting. The guy who killed um, the eight people in the church in South um, Carolina, and then the Texas mm-hmm. mall shooting. Yeah, Dylan. They, they they were not incriminated, even upon arrest, even upon trial. Did they go to like um, a a mental institution or something? I I don't know the. I know for the guy who um I, I'm so bad, I'm so bad with you. So Dylan bad. Roof. Dylan Roof. Yeah. Charleston. Yeah. Um, Charleston. He was he was tried three times. And the, and the judge was like, did you actually shoot these people? Did you actually like, yeah. do it? Second it time, like, yeah. These people are dead. Yeah, and he said yes. And the, and the judge didn't even, he was waiting to criminalize them. That, like, that makes and me so like angry. Someone like when people are so quick to, like, should have been shot. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm not saying that. I don't believe in the death penalty. Like, you know, of course, like, you know, people should just be, like, incarcerated or whatever. Like, if they do something wrong. But it's like if anyone should be getting shot in those instances, it should be people that are actually like a threat, that have actually killed a bunch of people, that are actually terrorists, that exactly. are actually like criminals. I don't know. I feel like it shouldn't be someone that's mm-hmm. going for a run. Even if they were writing a, like, you know, forging a check or whatever, that doesn't mean they should die. They didn't hurt anyone. Right. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure that check was proven really? to be real as wow. well. Yeah. Oh I, I saw that. I did read yeah. that, but I don't know if that okay. was proven true or not, but I did read that it was. I'm sure. I'm sure it turned out true, bro. You know, even if it yeah. wasn't, like, a... Even if it wasn't. And fuck that person for calling the cops, to be honest. There was... I feel like there could have been another way to deal with that than to call the cops, you know what I mean? But you should. she should have at least verified, first of all, is it fake? Right. Whoever mm-hmm. did the check and stuff, but... That's... Let me ask you. Oh, oh, what are you saying? No, keep going, Chad. I'm sorry. I was gonna ask um, you guys another question. How do you guys feel about the riots? I feel like there's a I lot agree of talk with it. We about. Should. Yeah. You agree? I mean, okay. I don't like yep. violence and stuff, but it's like all of these peaceful protests that's been going on for the past, I don't know, decades, centuries. I don't, I don't know, probably decades. But it's like these, like I don't know, these peaceful things. Obviously, nothing's changing. Like, yeah, there's like, it, it, like on you know on paper, there's more laws to protect us, whatever. But like. Whenever we're attacked, no one's being held accountable. So I feel like, and I also mm. feel like maybe the reason why, um, what was his name? De- Derek Siobhan. Like, I feel like the reason why yeah. he was, you know, charged was because of the, the riots. Because all the other cases yeah. of him killing mm. people, like, you know, that were unarmed, he was never yeah. really held accountable. Maybe like, you know, was on leave or whatever, but he was never you know, arrested and all that. So I feel like maybe the rights are actually right. doing something. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I would I would say like like with the riots, like for me, like I mean, I'm I'm not really into like violence and all that, but like when I saw the riots, I was like, yeah. that's what you get, you know, like yeah. like like this, this is this is what you get, you know, like this like we we tried peaceful protesting for years, nothing happened, so now like y'all took a man's life. I don't care. I don't care if you're looting a target, bro. That's a target. They, they, they won't right. restock that thing next week, yeah, bro. Yeah. Be right. You can't, you can't give that man. You can't give that man his life back. Right. Yeah, they're insured. Like they're covered for that. Yeah. So I don't even care about all that. You know, just like and just seeing that, like, you know, it's just it's just crazy. Like at this point, like people people have the right. To, I mean, like people have the right to riot because, like, like what else can we do? We're we're angry and nothing and nothing ever gets done. Mm-hmm. You know. So when I see people riding, I'm like, go ahead, you know. Seeing that, seeing that police building on fire, I'm like, seeing, yeah, <laughs> like, it seems about right to me, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you like the like the riots. I hundred like I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Um, but there was also all these other videos of arson by police, undercover police officers. So yeah. other people, other white supremacists, and other groups are taking taking this as cover to do heinous acts you know like they're yeah. and trying to pin it on those black protesters yeah. like yeah. literally undercover cops breaking glass and shit trying to make it worse than it is so they can say oh look at or the do violence you think it's like is like, it just to ignite more violence like they see something okay wow yes. yeah to yeah. ignite more violence and therefore the police can take action that's sick and that's you know how, like take brutal that action like what did you gain from yeah. that it's extremely sick yeah, yeah they hate us though sick. they hate and, us Another thing about the riots and stuff, the the reason it does enact change is because white people, at the end of the day, all they care about is money. So, and private property and all that stuff. That's that's a social contract. Private property is people are agreeing. Okay, we're not gonna take all these things. And but if you have enough people, you can take everything and you can take it all for free and you can burn down buildings and not everybody can be arrested. Mm-hmm. So it's like you guys want to kill us and there's there's not going to be any type of charge on you and you're going to break the law and just let it happen. OK, we're going to do the mm-hmm. same exact thing. And that, that's how you enact change. So I have no yeah, problem with the riot. I, I hope they keep <laughs> burning too. shit down. I hope they keep stealing shit. Burn America. Take all of it, bro. Take all of it. Have fun. Right. Let it be Black Friday shopping. Like, I don't care. Black Friday, that's tough. <laughs> yes. That's tough. Take all that shit, bro. But that's how I feel about the riots. And anybody saying... I I can point out any any racist right now because oh they're gonna say oh violence is not the answer blah 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 shut your bitch ass up violence is the answer right now like you're not smarter than malcolm (laughs) x malcolm x said that violent violent protests are okay you have to respond to violence with violence Mm -hmm. sometimes martin luther king was a peaceful protester and they killed martin Mm -hmm. luther king that like this this notion that peaceful protests always do the best for you and stuff. Well, mm-hmm. when you're when you're facing somebody with no sympathy, no empathy, no concept of what is peaceful and what's not, you're gonna get killed regardless. You're gonna be put in jail regardless of it's peaceful mm-hmm. or violent. So mm-hmm. take the violent route, man. I, I don't care. Like I truly don't care. And I hope they burn all the white people <laughs> shit. That's how I feel. Facts, facts, facts. But um Moving on, I know we talked a little bit of Trump um, about Trump. 
Um, it called us thugs, made me very, very angry. Um, I just want to bring up, um, you know, he was trying to invoke Section two, um, 230, or I guess 230, <laughs> I don't know. Um, and where that's basically essentially where it makes social media companies not liable for user-generated content, meaning, let's say, um, Trump says, okay, we're going to go kill these people. Um, Twitter's not liable for that yeah. um, if it's invoked. But right now, they're liable. So they had to take down the tweet. Um, honestly, I reported the tweet. Like, as soon as I see it, I was like, dude, I'm reporting this shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I reported it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, something actually happened, you know? So, because um, I don't care who you are. You shouldn't be yeah. saying that stuff, bro. Looting leads to shooting. Um, oh my god! Come on, disgusting. I couldn't, I couldn't believe that. Like, I could not believe it. Like, I it's crazy. Like, this, like this, this man manages to do something more insane, like every week. Every time, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, there's no way he can, he can, he can do worse than this. And somehow it always. He always you know, talks about like, like, I couldn't believe I saw that tweet. I was like, what? There's blood on his hands, man. There's blood on his hands. There's blood on his hands. And like to play a little bit of devil's advocate, sorry. Um, every president has a good amount of like oh, meddling yeah. to do, you know. Mm-hmm. But I feel like with this man's Trump, this <laughs> dude, he's I always doing it. something, bro. And he's it's just clown. like infuriating, you know. That's why I say, like, honestly, I have my. I'm not gonna hold you guys. I have my doubts about like um, no, voting no, in no, November, no, no, no. but after this stuff. Wait, relax. Let me let you me let me relax. Relax. Yeah, let me say oh my my, let me say my piece. Okay. Let me say my piece. Hey, 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 let me finish. Let, let, let me finish. finish. Yeah. Okay, I, I have okay. my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying nobody can okay. be worse than Trump. Okay. Nobody. I'm sorry. Let me finish. Damn, but <laughs> let me breathe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm saying like November, we gotta get this man. We gotta keep this man. We gotta get him in the boot. I don't think. I don't think um, change is going to come, you know, rapidly. I just think that's the first step to change, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Never, ever are we going to like somebody like Trump again. I really hope not, bro. Yeah, I hope I not. I really bro. hope not. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, November, I don't give a – I don't care. I'm bored for Biden, bro. Yes, bro. That And, like, the way I felt with the Bernie at versus Biden, I was a really big mm-hmm. Bernie supporter. Yes. I thought he was – one mm-hmm. of the few politicians I've seen that genuinely cares, and I yeah. can tell mm-hmm. he cares, which yeah. usually I feel like politicians just lie, lie, lie. Uh-huh. They don't actually give a fuck. That's how I feel yeah. about Biden. But mm-hmm. that's a fight we can take another day. That's a fight we'll take the next Democratic primary. Yeah. But I see certain people that think they're these radical liberals that are like doing something like, like a political statement or something by choosing not to vote for no. Biden. I'm telling you that is just so counterintuitive. That proves nothing that to me about you. Actually, gonna vote if you if people keep this up are the radical rights, and they're gonna get Trump back yep. in office. So it's like yeah, I man. always yeah. feel like it's the conservatives that are always the ones that are going out and voting, and that's why they're always the ones that like. That's why we have like you know, like a lot of states have like um, Republican governors and re- Republican like mayors and like all these like little officials yeah. that it's like. You know, the, the conservatives are the ones that are, you know, very adamant of being, like, politically involved. And, like, so I don't know. I feel like if you're really a liberal and you're really, like, a Democrat, like, you should really go out and vote, even in the small elections. Even independent. If you are yeah. a human, a human, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to be affiliated with shit because, like, fuck the Democrats, too. I feel that way. 
Democrats mm-hmm. do not care about black people. Democrats Bye. do not care about people they of color. Like they they, they well, act like it, but fuck Trump, bro. Fuck Trump. Yeah. This man fuck has Trump. blood on his hands. He is a he is a war criminal. He is a just a criminal in the U.S. He is a terrorist. He incites violence on Twitter all the time. He lies mm-hmm. to people on a daily basis to the point where he's basically, if anybody calls him out on his lies, he gets to the point of just calling mm-hmm. it fake news. Like that. That <laughs> is what. That is what like dictators and shit do like the press and stuff that is um like the fourth branch of government the Mm -hmm. media because they check everybody on what they're doing and stuff but once you eliminate the press's ability to fact checking and stuff like that that is a dangerous space to be in and that's the thing with trump supporters that's why i feel like they're so freaking brainwashed because they can when once you get to the point where you can argue with facts with literal statistics and facts, <laughs> that's when you yeah. know you're mm-hmm. brainwashed. You're a sheep. Yeah. You're a sheep. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's why I just – Trump, the way he's getting is to the point of him not caring. And if, if people give him a second term, presidents historically in their second term, they are much more, like, out of pocket. They yeah. they don't care about re-election at all. And Trump already is at this point. So could you imagine another four years of this shit? This yeah, man that's, will I, that's not what I'm care. saying. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, like literally, like, like in 2016 when he got elected, I remember my reaction the next day. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy," because I was just scared for what could happen. And I can tell you right now, whatever as bad as I thought it could have possibly got under him, it ended up being much, much worse. Yeah, much worse than I even thought. Which is which is crazy. So with that thought in mind, just and especially this year too, like he has gotten like he has completely unraveled all of 2020. Like I like he's more insane than I've ever seen him before. He's completely unraveling. He's he's showing he's completely unfit to run a country. And so I'm just like, if you guys give him another four years, what is like what is this whole country going to turn to? Like it, I'm literally scared to what shit, it looks like going to turn to. It's going to go to complete utter shit. Yeah. And maybe to the point where it's like almost unsavable. That's what like that's what I'm scared of. He's that like he is that serious like, now. Yep. And, I feel like and it's he's all because the worst of him. Person to be president especially during the pandemic like i feel like so many lives have been be- like been lost and stuff and i feel like oh, yeah. now like mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like it's costing people's lives because i don't know like at first it's just more of like he's just a disgrace like he's like you know saying horrible things and you know make like advocating for horrible things but then when it's like actual lives it's just like it's gone too yep. far like i feel like he should have just i don't know it, it's really frustrating yeah that's the yeah. point. Once the coronavirus happened, that's the point where I hope anybody with any type of sense would say, "Okay, this will voting voting Biden in will lose us less lives." That's that's just the mm-hmm. simple fact. Trump has right. dealt with this entire pandemic in such an inept way. It's like he's just he d- does everything so <laughs> fucking stupid. He calls it a hoax, like. <laughs> He still like, calls that shit a hoax. Dead, like... <laughs> They're dying. There's a hundred thousand people who are dead, and that that number is lower than the true number because in a lot of states, people who are dying who have other conditions, they're just labeling it really? as that condition. But yup, and most yeah. likely the coronavirus was the actual right. cause of death. But they're mislabeling it so their statistics will be lower, and it's like 
So that number, we actually, we don't know the true number of mm-hmm. how many people have died, but 100,000 already least, yeah. been? At least. Come least. on. Come on. Please, please vote this man out. Please. That's so frustrating. <sighs> Collective shit. Um, but let's move to the next point. I Let's talk about racism in america and just start like let's just start by defining what what do y'all think it like racism is like what do y'all think the definition is it's just it's just to discriminate i feel like racism to put it as simply as possible is treating is treating another group differently exactly than you treat your own group you know what i'm saying that like i think it's just that simple and like in america like racism is so ingrained into almost every system in America, and that's what people don't understand. Like they always like call out um, people for for pulling the race card, but the thing is, racism is literally in every yeah. single system. The white supremacy is literally integrated in our constitution and the values of this country. It's it's that deep, yeah. you know. It's just I agree because yeah. I feel like it's. I mean, you know, some people can just be assholes. Like they can treat anyone any type of way. But I feel like if you're treating someone mm-hmm. a certain way that you would have are assuming something about a person or doing anything that you would have never done if that person was white or I guess just not black, then it's I feel like that's just what racism is, you know, at least like social racism, mm-hmm. I guess. But yeah, so for this uh, question in general, this is why I, I don't necessarily agree with you guys about just the definition. I feel that when it comes to how you're treating people, I would label that more as like discrimination. But just in certain texts I've read, just growing up and stuff, um, for me, racism is is a uh, it is a system. It is something. It is um, it is when discrimination, all these things, are ingrained in systems to the point where you can oppress the minority. So in this case, because this kind of gets into that reverse racism argument. And because Mm -hmm. I personally, I don't believe that reverse racism exists because there is nowhere in the United States is there systems that actively Mm -hmm. oppress white people. That, that, That does not exist in the United States. But there are systems that actively oppress black people. And that is that is a racist system. Um. That's kind of like I kind of do want to know your guys' opinion on reverse racism and stuff because um, I always see like something that makes me mad too is like white people like why are you treating me different You're because of the color of my skin <laughs> like yeah like you guys are being yeah. racist blah 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 I'm like I I just don't I don't think we can be racist to you. I don't think black people can be racist to white people, but how do, how do y'all think I about feel that? like, you know, racism is, you know, prejudice and power mixed together. And I feel like people of color don't have power. Mm. So it's like, there's no, and the fact, literally the mere fact that it's called reverse racism, it's not even called racism. You literally have a whole other <laughs> thing for it. Like that's, it's just not racism. You out of your ass, like to come up with something, you know? That's a good point. It's, but it's like, it's not racism. Yeah, like it's, that's a great point. If, and also I feel like when people treat white people a certain type of way or like, you know, make fun of them or whatever, like, yeah, it is like just, I don't know. I guess that's like, you know, prejudice or whatever. But I feel like, people wouldn't have done that if we weren't treated like shit beforehand, you know, when white people, you know, oppress other races and stuff, 
they're doing it because they just want to stay on top and they feel like they're more superior. Like they innately feel like they're, you know, they're, you should have more power. But when black people do it or, you know, any other mm-hmm. race does it, it's literally out of retaliation. Like you're hurting me, you're hurting my people, you're keeping us down, you're making everything harder for us. And we're angry mm-hmm. with you. I think that's the only reason why that black, black people and like other people of color, you know, show contempt for white people. So it, it's not racism. It's retaliation. Yeah. 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 I mean, that, that question is a little weird for me because like, I guess in theory, you could like, if I were to say like, I don't know, something extremely offensive to a white person, I mean, maybe that's racist, but like in my head, like, it's like mm-hmm. not really real, you know? It's not real. It's not real to me. You know, real racism is literally just the ability to oppress someone based off uh, based off of their race. You know, like 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 you said earlier, like uh, racism is a mix between prejudice and power. Yeah, you know? that was a great great quote. Yeah, you know, like we can't re- like there's no pe- there's no power involved. I mean, it's not really racist. You know, like reverse mm-hmm. reverse racism is just like a term where people want. It's just, it's just like when white people want to deny that racism exists, they just pull that out of their ass just to say. Oh, oh! Look, I want to be—I want to act like I'm oppressed now, even though you're not really. You know, just whack. Okay, so and then, kind of this goes into this, this last point of the Karens of the world. That's another thing we've been seeing. I've been seeing a lot of yeah. on Twitter and shit. Just mm-hmm. white people, bro. When they when they get with that <laughs> phone and. <laughs> They get near innocent black person and they just want to act crazy. So can y'all just give me y'all thoughts on that? I don't know. I just feel like I don't even know if it's there. I mean, I'm sure a lot of white white women are afraid of black men and stuff. But whenever they do it, it doesn't like in those videos, they don't look afraid. I mean, they kind of do, but it's more of like they I feel like they're just doing it because they know that they can. They know if they call that police officer, they know what's Mm going to happen afterwards. They they know that that black person, you know, taking a walk is the one that's going to get in trouble or they're the one, you know, in their own gym. You know, like there's so many videos of them just doing things that they're allowed to do in the places that they live in. And I feel like whenever a white woman like cries for help. Like they're like they're like oh they're she, they're actually like you know attacking her or they're threatening her. So I just feel like I think it's just they do it because they know that they can and they know that they'll get what they want in the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I, after the, yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. Like in that in that in the one video in the in the park, you know, like the part that blew me was like when she's like when she was on the phone. And she just instantly got into like this like terrorized voice when she's like twenty feet away from this dude, yeah. and she's just acting scared. And then specifically, she's specifically she names that he's African American. And even before that, she even threatened to call the police. She was like, yeah. she was like, I'm gonna call the police and say there's an African American man terror. You know, like what? You know, that's that was very off putting. You know, and it just, stuff like that just happens all the time, and it's just it's just tiring. You know. Yeah, that's another thing. Um, just. You could see on her face, once again, it's like that smug look, yeah. like, I've got you. Like, when she was on the phone, like, I've mm-hmm. got you. Like, you know, she knew exactly what she was doing, and she could never say anything different. She knew when she called the police that she was weaponizing mm-hmm. her race, and she was weaponizing herself yeah. as a white woman in America. Mm-hmm. And she knew what damage that could have caused that man. And, like, it, yeah. I hope. I hope that woman woman lives a horrible life, like because a while ago, like just with Emmett Till and stuff like that, you really yeah. go into history. White women 
their tears and shit like that has caused death so often and like brutal throughout death. history. Mm-hmm. Like it's brutal death. His face was unrecognizable. Emmett Till, his face was unrecognizable in the casket yeah. and stuff. Like they could, it was a closed casket. It's like this shit happens, bro. And this, this is a letter, or this is just a um, statement to all you white women. This goes across all political spectrums because you think all the Karens are some conservative Republican on some conservative Republican type shit. No, there's a lot of white women, liberal people too, that do the same shit. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of white women, liberal people at tech and stuff that, like, I heard this. This was a while ago, but this one girl that I always see her posting liberal statements mm-hmm. and stuff on Twitter, but she literally mm-hmm. said, I feel uncomfortable being the only white person in the room at this club she meeting, blah, blah, blah. Yes. She literally, she posted oh, that yeah. on Twitter. She was I, like, I don't, I'm... Like, what? Exactly, bro. <laughs> it's like, are you that fucking uncomfortable around in black spaces, around black people? Are you that uncomfortable? You can't go to a club meeting. For, for an hour, hour of your every day, like, <laughs> it's not a thing. Like that is embarrassing. That shows that at your roots, and at your roots, you're scared of black people yeah. as humans. But mm-hmm. you don't, you can't feel comfortable because you don't yeah. feel safe. That's how I feel about it. And it's like, like we're like criminals and stuff. Exactly. It's like all mm. these, all these white people, bro. Tech. It, you're posting this shit on Twitter. You're posting this shit on social media. I have seen so many people. They're they're very loud on on their phones, and they're very loud just on on Twitter and shit like that. But they'll let they'll let their white friends and stuff say mm-hmm. the n word around them. They'll they won't check their family members when they're saying some some out of pocket shit about black people. They just won't because at the end of the day, they're comfortable enough to know. Okay, I'm in my space right now. I'm in a white space. I don't even need to say anything because I'm totally comfortable here. I'm one of them. Who cares? They're not threatened in that mm-hmm. moment, so they don't feel like they have to say anything. Get yeah. better. Do better. Get better to all those people. Do better, please. And if not, just don't be fake. Like I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm seeing some of these people post what they're posting. So I can unfollow you, <laughs> block you from my, not from my phone, yeah. but from my life. You are blocked permanently. Fuck you all. Yeah, but that's how I feel. <laughs> oh, man. Um, dang. I'll, so Jed's <laughs> mic cut off, but <laughs> let, let's hear what Jed has to say. He's typing in the um, Google Doc right now, but we'll get back to that. But do y'all have any final thoughts right now? I feel like I have everything. I'm. Shoot, I'm just I'm I'm just hoping that I mean, hopefully this time change can actually happen. You know, I I, I think those riots prove that people are fed up. Like, so I hope in the future, near future, we can get some change finally. Actually, some long deserved change. Do you guys think what's up that there will actually be real change within our life, um, our lifetime, like this generation's like. Um, I'm I'm optimistic. You know, I, I'm optimistic. We can see change. You know, change is sometimes slow, but I mean, hopefully, I have a ton of more years left on this planet. And you know, I re- I really do believe that through through time, we can hopefully. eventually get change. Um, I do think there will be change. Uh, it's just 
the problem is a lot of these systems and stuff are rooted in capitalism and rooted mm-hmm. in money. And mm-hmm. that's something that is so ingrained in our politics now. Uh, there was like this decision in 2007, I think. Uh, you guys should look it up, whoever's listening and stuff. Um, it's called Citizens United. And basically that made it legal to donate however much money you want to political campaigns mm-hmm. and stuff. There used to be a mm-hmm. limit. So once they did that, that's when there was like the creation of super PACs and stuff like that. So people's interests are being served by these politicians and the people whose interests are being served are rich white men. So like that's kind of one of the biggest issues. Real change is fought with so much like white supremacists fight real change so much. So that's why it comes about so slow. And like that's it's very discouraging. But my final thought to people like keep fighting Mm -hmm. man like the one one thing that they can't take Mm -hmm. from you is are your thoughts your soul and just your truth so live that truth in your in your life and try to be the best version of yourself and just with your own communities that's the best you can do you can't access all these people but you can access your own communities that you live in on a day-to-day basis so make as much positive change in your own communities. Try to understand other communities. That's yeah. the best you can do. And then this is for Jed. Uh, he t- typed this in the Google Doc. His uh, mic isn't there. But he said, uh, racism is a system. Using your power to put someone else down, that is racism. Either knowingly or unknowingly. White women who call the cops are using their power to get other people thrown into another system that will keep them there forever. It is very dangerous and needs to be checked in some way by black people. And that's it guys. That was a, I really felt good about that podcast. It was, it was a really needed conversation. I've had a lot of shit to say. It's been pent up and I'm happy. I got to talk with you guys about it. I feel like I got to a better level of understanding and stuff like that. So Let us know what you guys think. Um, And as always, we are 